Oh, man. Welcome back to another episode of Convoy Conversations with your boy, Griff. Uh, it's probably been like two weeks, but as always, as I say, it's feel like it's been a lot longer. Um, so I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've been gone for a couple weeks, but you know, sometimes you got to take that break when, you know, I tell you, man, I tell you all the time, it, it be hard trying to do this stuff, this stuff myself, but I'm working on it getting better. I think about it all the time. Every time I don't drop an episode when I'm supposed to, I'm like, damn, man, you know, I need to get back on it. I was supposed to drop an episode yesterday and I didn't. I was supposed to do an episode midweek, but I didn't. But just know that I'm moving towards, you know, getting better at it and creating the content that a lot of people like to hear. But uh yeah. So that's that's really that on that. Um I got like another week left until I gotta go take my ass to NTC, uh in California to go be um an OC. Which really means that I'll be evaluating some unit in some capacity for a month. I'm not too happy about that. I'm really upset about that because you know that, that, that me having to go to NTC after I just came back from surgery really shows how much the army cares about you, and as we always say, it's not necessarily the army; it is the people inside the army. The people that are these big decision makers really can be inconsiderate towards the common soldier at any given moment and all the time. You know what I mean? Like they could have sent somebody else on this detail to go be an OC, but they decided to send me. And it truly shows that, you know, they don't, you know, the people that are in charge now in my unit don't don't fuck with me and I don't fuck with them. And, it and you know, and I understand their reason is for doing it. Does it make it right? No, I'm understanding. But, it, you know, I will say that it is not right. You know, there's somebody else that they could have sent that is fully capable of, you know, going here and doing the duties of being an OC, evaluating units. But. They decided to send me because it's, you know, straight up, I don't fuck with them. And not necessarily in a negative way, but, you know, I'm in this company that I'm in, you know, I don't know anybody. I don't, not necessarily, they, I don't, I'm not saying I don't know anybody, but I don't, you know, interact with people at work, the people that I work with now. And the person that they could have sent, they interact with him, but, you know, they gave me some bullshit reason why, you know, they didn't want to send him and why they're sending me and it still doesn't make it right because bottom line is everybody knows, you know, if you have, you know, recovery, you know, recovery from surgery, you come back and you have to do physical therapy and that's, you know, four to six months, depending on what type of surgery you have a process that you have to go through before you're fully mission capable again. And I've literally just got back to work. I've been back to work for like maybe a month and then, you know, they're already sending me to go do something. And the craziest part about it is, it, you know, it could be an understandable event. It was like, hey, you got to go to the field here on the home station. But, no, we're going to send you all the way to California to go do some shit. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, the things that they're telling me that, you know, all I have to do is, you know, you'll just be riding around in a Humvee. You ain't got to wear no, you know, body armor and stuff like that. That still says on my profile of, you know, things not to do. That's on the list of things not to do. Ride in a Humvee and, you know, going to a training environment. 
so you know they trying to shit you know sweet talk me and all this shit make it seem like it's it's a sweet deal and it's not but that's okay because you know like i said when i get back i'm going hard on this medical uh med board process and trying to get medically retired because you know I, like I said, the the people inside the military have showed me time and time again that they do not care about my well-being. And I think it's time for me to get mine, you know, after being in for 11 years, literally just hit 11 years, like, last month. You know, it's time it's time for me to get what's owed to me. You know, I've I've given so much of my time, body, mental, and to the, to the military, and it really hasn't been given anything back to me over the past five years. And I and I could probably say that it's been more than five years that they since the last time the military has given something back to me. But yeah, man, that's all I'm looking forward to when I get back is you know getting down and probably actually hopefully enjoying the summer for once. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much what's been going on to work. Not even been showing up to work either. That's the craziest part. These motherfuckers ain't been asking me to come to work. You know, there's been days where I don't even show up to first formation and I don't even get so much as a phone call. So that shows you how much they really need me around work when they don't even call you. It's a big deal when you miss first formation. It's a big deal when you miss reporting time before first formation, because then they got to know, like, hey, we need to put out an ambulance amber alert for this person because this person might be missing or something or he could be dead. They don't call me or anything. So that shows you that they do not need me as much as they, you know, say they need me. You know, I think that, you know, I'm in a predicament where I'm just convenience. You know, whenever they whenever they need something done, you know, hey, let's go ask Sergeant Griffin, you know, because he's not doing anything. But I'm looking forward to getting out. I've never been so ready to get out, even though, I, you know, I'm, I have so many things that I could be doing. And that's the good thing. I have so many options that. Hey, I could do this. I can do that. I can do this. I'm ready to buy a house. I'm ready to, you know, move to these new surroundings, and I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to do that. My home, my uh, place of residence that I'm gonna be looking into is good old Texas. I've been, you know, harping on it. I've had so many other places that I wanted to live, but I think Texas is gonna be the right fit for me. You know, I want to go someplace where it's warm. It's never really cold, and I think Texas is gonna be the good fit for me. Uh, whether it be Dallas or Houston, I don't know. I'm heavy on Dallas right now, but we'll see when that time comes. But nonetheless, I will be moving to Texas. I will be buying me a nice-ass house in Texas, and Texas has some of the best houses in the country. I don't care what anybody says. It's like they have some of the best affordable houses, and never in my life did I think that I would ever be, you know, looking at $500,000 houses. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal to people. Like, I've seen people, like, recently move into, you know, apartments, and they move into, you know, they're renting, and I think that that's a big deal. And not to take away from the people that are renting. I think that also another thing that I wanted to talk about was people that, you know, there is nothing wrong with renting. Absolutely nothing wrong with renting. I think our society nowadays has put so much pressure on people to you need to buy a house. Stop renting. That's wasting money. Or you not you not really popping if you're just renting, you know, an ap- apartment. If it's just you, you know, and you have your priorities in order, then there's nothing wrong with renting an apartment until you're ready to buy a house. Most people don't buy a house until they're like 40 years old. But me, I'm gonna give me a house right now. God damn it, 
because I want to make a home for my my kids. I want to make a home for, you know, really myself, someplace that I can have that's mine. And I am at total peace when I'm doing it. And I'm on track to doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm so far removed from being in the military. Like, my, you know, the things that I daydream about and imagine is me owning a home and just me having this place that I have full, you know, control over when it comes to decorations and whatever the fuck I want to do to it. I can't do too much to it because I'm renting it and, you know, that or this. Like, that is what I spend my days daydreaming about. That is what I spend a sit up on Instagram and just look at just you know look at these houses these fresh built houses and you know from four hundred to six hundred thousand dollars houses you know that that is truly a motivator right there but uh, so like I said I'm a I'm I'm only speaking on that because I am literally holding myself to it you know a lot of people don't like to speak on the things that they do in their life like I say you should speak on the things that you do in their life speak on the things you do in their life because that's you know, that truly shows people that you got some drive, some ambition, and you motivated to do these things. And, you know, why? so why not speak on those things? I know people don't like to, you know, speak on those things because if they fall through and they don't happen right on time, then they kind of feel embarrassed about them. But that's okay. As long as you're still on track to do those things, then, you know, who cares about what, you know, people think about you about, you know, putting, you know, laying out your cards out there on the table. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much what's on the forefront of my mind right now things i got going on uh what is something i want to talk about elon musk brought t- bought twitter and i know i know a lot of people was like kind of in a rage about it which i don't know why like black twitter was like oh black twitter is going away what makes you think black twitter is going away what makes you think that elon musk even knows about black twitter like his whole purpose of buying you know twitter in general was to preserve the right to freedom of speech and what most people don't know is just like these billionaires, these millionaires are buying these social media platforms. Like, you, uh, people don't know that um, Jeff Bezos, he bought the Washington Post. That is to have a platform that will um, defend your name. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if you were this big millionaire, this big billionaire, and you had the, you know, these social media outlets slandering your name in the public because of something you did, something you said or something you're accused of. You need a, your own social media platform to defend your name, to keep your name alive, to preserve the right to freedom of speech, no matter what you say. That does not mean that fucking black Twitter is going away. That also does not mean that you can just get on the internet and say whatever the fuck you want, because a lot of people, you know, mainly these Trump supporters, are fucking sitting here, you know, thinking that they can just get online and say whatever the fuck they want. That's what freedom of speech is. Freedom of speech is, yes, you can go outside and say whatever you want in the street, but that does not mean you can get on other people's social media platforms and say whatever you want. That is a privately owned company, and you can get banned for that. A lot of people don't understand, like, why Donald Trump was banned from Twitter. It's because he got on social media and he was spreading false information. There's a such thing, you know, there's one thing to have freedom of speech, but that does not mean you can get use your freedom of speech to spread false information because people will take that false information and they, and they run with it. Like people truly thought that Donald Trump won the election. And that was not true. That nigga lost. But it was people that fucking was just like he won. You know, the election was rigged and blah, 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 this. And it was like, no, man, like he lost straight up fair and square. And then on top of that, he was on social media telling people to storm the Capitol. I don't know why 
people are well not black people black people are good at reminding the general public that this motherfucker told people to storm the capital capital and they did that shit not only did they did that shit they were responsible for multiple deaths you know what i mean like imagine i i, I just don't i've never we've ne- we don't really think about it but we've never seen anything like that in decades the only thing I can think about where, you know, civilians have gone against the, their own country was like the Civil War or some shit. The motherfucker told people to arm yourself, not necessarily arm yourselves, but go storm the Capitol, tear that shit up. And motherfuckers showed up there with guns. Like, you know, and uh, I never really thought about it. I was like, what, what were what were they intending to accomplish? You know what I mean? Like you storm the Capitol and then what? Who are you going to hold hostage? These are, and I'm talking about these are people with regular daytime jobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do, what the fuck did y'all think was going to happen? A lot of people still can't live with the consequences that they had to suffer from that shit. But me, I'll never forget that. Like, these, it was a bunch of people that stormed the Capitol. Thousands of people. But, like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing that he, you know, bought Twitter. That's billionaire shit. You know, and he didn't even buy it with it, you know, all of it with his own money. He used a lot of fucking, he sold a lot of stocks. Uh, I think like 13 billion of it was in loans. Another half of that was fucking in loans as well, but some other different type of shit. But, you know, I don't think it's, you know, first of all, it ain't got shit to do with me. It is, I don't think it's going to affect us at all. Black Twitter is still here and Black Twitter will still thrive. It's, it, I, you know, I mean, like, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. That's just, that's just his shit, you know, now. And like I said, people really got to pay attention to the fact that he bought that with the purpose of preserving the right to freedom of speech. But not no crazy ass speech. Don't get on there talking about, you know, you're going to go blow some shit up or fucking somebody deserves to die. You're still going to get kicked off of the Twitter because of some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, just don't think that that's what it is. But, uh... Another thing is the army is getting new guns finally after fucking decades of fucking using the Colt M4. We're finally getting a new weapon system, which I probably won't be here around to see that shit. I don't care because that same gun is going to be on the civilian market and I already have like a version of it. So I'm not really tripping off of it, but we just, you know, six hours just want a contract for the uh, MCX spear. Uh a lot and a lot of people and one thing that showed me that social media does is like no matter how good a situation is, people gonna find a way to bitch about it. Everything that I've seen on fucking social media that was just like, oh, this just happened. The first thing they do is go go bitch and complain about it. Like you know, we got this new weapon system that is a you know a little bit heavier, which is crazy because it's the same. It's almost like the same weight as the. HK416 that fucking our special operations uses, our Delta forces use, and you know people are saying like, yo, the common you know soldier is you know I I, I want to see how they're gonna deal with that all that weight and they don't really shoot like that, so you know you're giving them a precision rifle with heavy recoil. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like with everything that changes in the army, there's gonna be new tactics and training that comes with it. Everything. Like, I don't, I, I've never, I never really understood, like, why people decide. And and I, I, I understand why people do it. Like, people, 
people find the negativity in everything because it's something for them to talk about. It gives them views. It gives them clicks. It gives them people on their side. Like I'm, I'm 100% sure everybody's going to be okay because they even said it when they first came out, like not everybody's going to get that new weapon system. You're not going to go give a, you know, a new weapon system to, you know, your S1 clerks, your cooks, your fucking, you know, maybe even your medics and stuff like that. I, I foresee the only people that are getting that new weapon system is like the combat arms, the infantry, the Cav Scouts. Fucking hate the Cav Scouts. Uh, artillery, maybe. And like, you know, maybe combat medics, you know, stuff of that nature, combat engineers, you know, but as far as the army as a whole, they're not going to give all the, they're not going to get all those weapons, maybe over time because it it was approved for a 10 year contract, but not everybody is getting that weapon system. They're still going to hold on to those M4s that they have. Why? Because there's, there was truly, there's nothing really wrong with them, though it was time to upgrade. But they're still going to, they're going to give those hand-me-downs to the National Guard because a lot of the National Guard was still toting around M16s. Um, and the M, like I said, the M4s, they're all going to go to the, um, to the non-combat MOSs if they already don't have them. But like I said, not everybody's going to get them. I think their main focus and priority is giving them to the combat arms, and that's it. So like I said, everybody bitching and complaining about it. I don't think that it's 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 a big deal. Everybody's uh and like I said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to adapt like everything else that we, you know, switch over to. We switch grenade launchers, we switch fucking, you know, machine guns, we switch vehicles. It's always gonna be a learning curve with shit that we adapt in the you know, adopt into the, you know, our training and stuff like that. But it's not it's it's gonna take a while like everything else. It took us a while, you know, my unit from converting from, you know, Humvees and being, you know, a foot, you know, unit basically to being a heavy weaponized unit rolling around in strikers. There was a learning curve to that, and we're probably still learning from it to this day. You know what I mean? But it doesn't make us, it's not going to make us weak. It's not going to make us that out of this. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know why everybody's complaining about it. It's stupid. But. Nonetheless, we're getting new weapon systems, and like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Even though I won't probably be around to see it, even even though I don't care to be around to see it, because I'm like I said, I'm so far removed from being in the military. But uh, yeah, what is the, 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 the oh um. Uh, Oh, I one thing I talked about since I've been on here the last time was like the whole the baby situations that's going on, and I I just want to personally say like I'm not really truly a fan of like the baby and like his not he's, he he makes good music I I'll admit that but I don't I'm not really into like his his image you know what I mean like I think he's I think he's a little egotistical if that's if that's the word or arrogant. You know, something of that nature. But nonetheless, that's just him. And I can't I can't judge him for that. You know what I mean? I can't get on, I don't get on the internet and bashing another man. Another man is who another man is. But I will say that people gotta stop people just gotta leave that man alone. Stop thinking that fucking you know to try him is to gain clout. Because you're not getting nothing but clout. A man literally like a few weeks ago hopped his fence into his private home and was shot by him. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't understand why people think that, you know, stuff like that is a game. The man could have lost his life. And all because you decided to trespass on this man's property to do what to him. I don't think he was trying to rob him. I think it was like one of those people that's just like, I'm going to go try the baby. Fuck this man. You know what I mean? I don't understand why people do that. Like, I will say, like I said, I think that. I think that he does, like, I think that he's going to have to find some balance where he's, like, you know, drawn back from these situations, completely remove himself from the spotlight so people can, you know, stop associating him with violence. But, like I said, I also think that, you know, the the media is very critical of him about situations that he's not even starting. You know what I mean? Like, it was that, and then right after that, um, Rolling Stone magazine decided to put out um, an article with uh the video attached for people that don't know, don't know like before you know the baby got really popular he was involved in a shooting in Walmart where he you know shot and killed a man inside of Walmart which is crazy cuz i don't know too many people that have done that but um yeah he shot and killed a man in Walmart at a self defense and he wasn't charged he wasn't convicted of anything wasn't taken to jail because the man attacked him you know and a lot of people are giving him flack because in the video you see that, you know, the baby is a, was the first person to swing, swing on. But if you really read into the article or the facts of the this that case is itself that it shows that the man uh, brandished a gun on him. And brandished a gun means that man pulled that thing out on him. And I don't understand, you know, why people think that they've been in that situation before. But it's not even if you haven't been in that situation before. I haven't been in that situation where a man pulled a gun out on me. But I've been in a situation before where a man has showed hostile intent. And I got to do something to defend myself. And that's exactly what he did. The man pulled out a gun on him. Of course I'm going to swing on this man and whoop his ass and shoot him. Because you don't know what this man's intent is. You already didn't have, you know, know that it was this man's intent to pull a gun out on you. But when people do stuff like that, like, I don't understand why people think that people are supposed to leave their life up to chance when people do stuff like that. That, you know, it, it and I, and I always say like, it's not going to, it's going to take for somebody to be in that situation. Those people who are criticizing those people who react to those situations, it's going to take them for being in that situation to understand like, damn, you know, this does justify killing this man. This man pulled a gun out on me in public. So he doesn't care about my life. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know this man. I've never hung around this man. And that's what people forget. Like, you know, you're, you're speaking on people that you've never hung around. I never leave anything to chance. But, but I've always seen people that will leave their life in the hands of another person, you know, by saying, like, oh, he ain't going to do nothing. Blah, 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 this. I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know that? This man is threatening you. How do you know that he is not going to do something to you? And we've seen it time and time again on the Internet where people are reckless. People make the most terrible decisions. So how could you know that this person is not going to just leave it at threats? And me and me myself personally, I take threats serious, too. Like that is like fucking nuclear level to me. Somebody's making threats on my life. I take that serious. I will. You will never see me around that person again. You will. At the moment somebody makes a threat on my life, I got a gun out. Cause I, I don't have time. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not extremely old, but I'm not extremely young either. I'm in that middle age, not middle age either. I'm fucking 30. And I've learned a long time ago that you don't leave nothing to chance like that. I'm not squaring up with nobody. I'm too old for that. 
I didn't even have that mindset when I was younger. I've never had that mindset to sit there and fight it out with somebody and stuff like that. Like, because it, something could go wrong. You could knock me out, hit my head on the concrete, I'm dead. We've also seen that. Like, you know, where it's a one fatal punch. Either you're going to get killed by the punch or you're going to get killed by your head smacking the concrete or something. Or you don't know if that person is going to stop after they knock you out. I've seen people knock people out before and they go to start stomping them. What's the purpose of that? You know, so we've seen it, you know, people take it that far and you don't know what's going to happen. Or like I said, in general, you don't know what that person's intent is, how far they're willing to go, how angry they are, how good or bad of a decision maker they are until it happens. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people pull out guns and they pump faking, but a lot of people pull out guns and they are not playing. So why would you why would you take that chance? And, you know, there's no amount of walking away from a situation that you can do when somebody has a gun for pointed at you. You know what I mean? Like, you can take off running all you want. You're not faster than a bullet. I'm going to just be honest with you. And why would you turn your back to somebody that has a gun on you? I, I, I don't understand that concept either. There's no talking that person down. Because they couldn't be talked down before they pulled a gun out on you. So what makes you think that they can be talked down after they pull a gun out on you? And I've had people pull a gun out on me before. The only time, I, I, I wouldn't say people, it was one time. I've had a person pull a gun out on me one time. And I was like 18 years old, fucking fucking his niece. And he came home and I was fucking his niece in his house. So, okay, that's understandable. And on top of that, he was a little bit drunk. But I was in the wrong. But nonetheless... I, I always tell people, don't 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 leave your life in the, the hands of somebody else who you don't know because you don't know what they're going to do. And also arm yourselves. I'm heavy on that. I feel like everybody needs to own a gun because, you know, that is I feel like in today's era, that is the only true way to protect yourselves out here. We've seen it over and over again, like shootings will happen anywhere. They can happen anywhere. So why? Wouldn't you want to have something to defend yourself? I think I feel like having, you know, some type of gun is necessary, very necessary for you to survive out here. Even if, like I said, you don't have the intent on using it, but you do have the intent on protecting yourself. You do have the, you know, you have some type of will to live. Your life is very important to you. So I feel like you should own a a gun of some sort. To protect you and also the people around you. You know, you may not have the intent to use it, you know, immediately. But like I said, if somebody is like, you know, coming near you, you know, with some type of hostile intent that you want to have something to protect you. I always say like nothing gives me a better, a better sense of protection than having a firearm on me. And that's just what it is. I'm not a coward or anything, but like I said, as you get older, you'll you'll start to grasp the concept of, nah, I'm not really fighting. I'm not doing that. It's not to say that I'm scared. It's not to say that I can't fight, but I'm just not doing that. I don't have time for that. I'm a grown man with two sons. I don't have time to be sitting here fighting with some man in the middle of the street. For what? Unnecessary. But, yeah, like I say, buy some type of gun. And if you don't know about guns, then don't let that stop you. 
Because, like I said, nothing has stopped you from learning the things that you didn't know about in the past. Educate yourself or ask somebody to educate you on those things so that you have a better idea and you're more comfortable with it. Because I didn't know anything about guns, too. And I and it, and I'll admit, like I was in the military and still didn't know anything about guns and ownership of firearms and stuff like that. But I definitely um, thought to learn about it because I got, you know, like I said, as I got curious, I got more and more curious about it. And it, it wasn't due to shooting that I actually became interested in guns and stuff like that. So I wanted to educate myself on it so I could, you know, properly own one and be comfortable around it. Like I show people all the time on social media, like there are literally guns all around my house just sitting everywhere. You know, I'm that comfortable with them. And when I, even when I go out now, it's just like, I got at least two of them on me. Some, some means of protection with a backup plan. You know, because like I said, I tell people, you know, you never know. It can happen anywhere. You could be at the gas station, Walmart. You know, as I, I posted earlier this week, it was a fucking baseball game, a little league baseball game with like eight year olds. And a shooting happened in the parking lot with some fucking teenagers. You know what I mean? Like the last place that you would expect it to happen at a fucking kids baseball game. And randomly somewhere, you know, in the parking lot in the same vicinity, a shooting breaks out. And you don't want to protect. You don't want to be able to protect yourself. You know, don't don't just go places and think that um, t- that you know you're safe. Don't just always rely on the police, and you know, don't just leave it up to chance, thinking that oh, you know, I've been living here for so long, and you know, nothing's ever happened. It can happen, and it will happen. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of when and where. But uh, yeah, we'll. We'll move on from there. Futures album just dropped. I wonder. Um, it's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. Contrary to what people are saying on the internet, it's all well. It's not people are bashing it, but it's just like a lot of mixed shit about it. Like what people don't understand is, here's the thing with music. The thing with music is that. We've been listening to Future, at least I have, since around 2013, right? 2013. And maybe a little bit, you know, 2012. So either either way, nonetheless, it's been 10 years of Future. 10 years. But people are relating, you know, what he put out 10 years ago to his music now. It's It's... Of course, it's either going to sound the same or you're not going to feel how you felt 10 years ago when all that shit was brand new to you. All that trap music was really brand new. So you're not going to feel the same that you're feeling right now, especially when you've heard it over the past 10 years, like, you know, back to back, back to back all throughout the years. We've been hearing future or somebody sounds like future or we've just been hearing future frequently. You know, social media has been thriving, thriving, thriving all throughout those 10 years as well. So it went from fucking, you know, us just listening to stuff, you know, back then, prior to those 10 years, you only had, you know, MySpace, Facebook was had been around for a few years, uh, Instagram had just broke out, uh, you had YouTube, of course, Twitter a little bit, but you didn't have these social media outlets pumping those same songs every day, everywhere. You're hearing it all day in some type of capacity and you don't feel the same about the music that's coming out. 
you know, everybody's saying that oh, it's either the same or it's whack, and it's. I mean, it's not. It's just it is what it is, and we feel that same way about um, other artists. You know, whether it's you know Drake, Young Thug, Lil Baby, Dirk, all that. It it it's all gone. You you ain't gonna get no good feeling about it because, like I said, these are artists that drop every single year, if not every other year. So of course, you know the stuff that you're listening to, and like I said, the amount of content that they have put out, like of course, that you're not gonna feel the same about it because you've hearing you're hearing so much about it. But that doesn't mean that it's terrible by any means. It's not terrible, and that's what I was saying about the, you know, the future album, the future album. Sorry about that. But um, we've been hearing, you know, Drake. Like, I haven't felt good about a Drake album since nothing was the same. And I'll be honest, like, nothing was the same was my first true Drake album. I think I heard Thank Me Later, but I wasn't really into that because, I don't know, I was just listening to a lot of hood music back then before I joined the Army. And um, Take Care. I I don't see what's the big deal about Take Care. Take Care is not that good to me. I'm sorry. But... I wasn't really hip to it. I wasn't hip to Wayne either. Like Wayne, when Wayne puts out music, we just like, oh my God, what is this? You know, because we've heard so much Wayne. It was the summer where Wayne dropped mixtapes back to back to back to back to back and would not stop. So of course we, you know, don't feel the same way about a a Wayne album. We finally had got the Carter Five, I think, and we was just like, okay, is this it? You know, we, we don't feel the same about it. Uh, like I said, Drake, Drake, like I said, when Drake, nothing was the same came out. That shit was so new to me and so good that nothing was the same as my favorite Drake album. And I, I know people might debate me on that, fight me on that, but that's that's my favorite shit. And ever since then, like, you know, yes, Drake has dropped good shit. And then you got to listen to it over time and be like, go back to it. And like, damn, OK, this is cool. This this kind of this kind of slaps. Some of the Drake albums that you didn't like, but like I said, we've we've heard so much Drake, we've heard so many Drake features that you know we don't feel the same about it. And it's the same thing with Future, it's the same thing with Dirk, it's the same thing with Lil Baby, and all these other you know artists that we like because they they oversaturate the game, and even you know, and they, because I don't think they have that real luxury of not dropping something for so long, and then. We just love it when it comes out because I'm pretty sure if Kendrick Lamar was doing that, Rihanna was doing that. You know, those are people that we have we we get albums from, and we don't get another one from them until five years later. Not even a fucking feature, and so we appreciate their music a lot more when they come out with music because we don't we don't really hear a lot of it. But um, you know, like I said, they they be the same way if they were dropping music every year. They don't. But like I said, these other artists, they don't have the luxury of doing, you know, not dropping an album for fucking three, four years because music in their lane changes so fucking much that if they waited four years to drop some music, it ain't going to sound the same. Bobby Smurder went to jail for fucking like seven years. And when he finally got out and fucking, you know, released music, we was like, what the fuck is this? This shit don't sound the same. This shit don't sound good at all. Who else? Fucking. um, I don't know. Uh, Rowdy Rich, Rowdy Rich fucking tried to take a try to do that same shit. He didn't he didn't put out an album since like 2019, and which was like his his greatest album, one of the greatest albums, to you know in hip hop. Subjective, I know, but um, 
He put out his second studio album, and that shit was trash. Because we he, he's in a lane where you don't have that luxury of, you know, dropping something and disappearing for like three, four years. You you just don't. You got to put out something every year. And, you know, it's a hard balance to find because, like I said, there's so many people putting out music and there's music in that lane is changing so much that you you really can't you can't take no breaks. But also, like I said, you got to face that that scrutiny of. Ah, uh, this sounds like the last one. And me, I don't have no problem with music sounding like the last album. I actually prefer that. Like Young Boy. Young Boy is one of my top favorite artists. And I hate the fact that he's changed up his music a lot. I want that I want that straight gangster shit from him. I don't want that singing shit. Sometimes I want that singing shit. He has put out some phenomenal singing songs. But lately, his music, when I listen to an album from him, I get like two three songs at most off his albums that sound good and i'm just like uh versus you know and i came on to young boy late i came on to young boy like you know and to death calling my name i didn't listen to 38 baby the first one and anything before that i think that shit i tried to go back and listen to it and i think that shit is trash i think that shit is pure goddamn hot garbage but like i said you know to the artists that don't have the luxury of uh, taking breaks and stuff like that in between to perfect their craft and you know make timeless music. I'm okay with that. I'm fine. I'm not the one that's complaining. It's these other people that are complaining a little bit too much about it. And um, like I said, and then on top of that, we hadn't got a future album in like two years. And then the last album they was did drop with two years ago was a joint album with fucking Lil Uzi. And I completely forgot about that because I ain't been listening to it. I think I need to go back and listen to like old music and stuff like that, which I I did kind of like a couple weeks ago. I have like fucking at least, at least. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, I don't know. I have. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with songs. We're gonna go off songs. I have twenty one thousand. 190 songs on my iTunes. By the way, none of which I paid for. I could tell y'all the secret to not paying for music or um, streaming services. I'll get to that at the end of this. But I have 21,000 songs on my iTunes. That's 147 gigs alone. And I, I think I need to start going back and listening to them because I haven't listened to a lot of old stuff. And I I like to go back and listen to some shit and be like, damn, this shit slaps. I ain't heard this shit in so long. And that's what I feel like we got to do with music and stuff like that. Stop like sitting here criticizing like somebody who just dropped something and then we think it sounds we think it sounds trash. I'm like, all right, go back and listen to the old shit so you can appreciate it. Like, please. Speaking of, speaking of music, what's what's in my you know what's been in my weekly rotation lately is ESTG forty two Doug everybody shooters too I like that I like that that's that street gangster shit that I like uh, little baby his right on song he dropped two songs but I only listened to like primarily the one the right on and th- this really made me appreciate little baby me little baby music because I hadn't really been listening to little baby but this little right on song that shit's kind of hard. Um, no cap, very special. That's a hard song. Um, who else? I, I think that's all I've really been listening to lately. I listen to a lot of Larry June, of course. I'm sorry, but um, 
Larry June is very hard. Um, uh, and I just listen to a lot of like random slow songs and stuff like that because sometimes you know I like to be in my feelings and decompress, you know, from time to time. But uh, yeah, um, I think like I said, I think I think the future album is okay. I'll give it like a seven, seven and a half out of ten. You know, what I mean, like just a, just a standard, you know, high rating. Uh, I don't think really nothing gets really a 10 out of 10. Nothing's really got a 10 out of 10 for me lately because it hasn't been a through and through album where every song is hard. And I think they're okay with that. But I think they're trying to appease like their multiple audience and stuff like that. Some people like these type of songs. People, people like these type of songs. So I think you get to pick and choose from there. And and he's projected to sell like 200,000. So that lets you know that like people are just complaining about it. And another thing that I thought about the future album, like there's so many women that criticize like these toxic men and, you know, you niggas this, you niggas that. It was like for people, for women that criticize these toxic men and they don't want to be around these toxic men. Yeah, sure. They, uh, women have been the, you know, primarily the, the most out of the male female side that have been playing future so i don't know i don't know you know that just lets you know that women you know they kind of don't know what they want to do they don't have their mind made up about stuff but you know it's kind of crazy to see that because like you know like i said there and speaking of like this this whole male and female dynamic there is a lot going on with double standards and we just not really paying attention to it if you look into Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard situation, the whole def, uh, the whole case that they got going on where they're in court right now over defamination, um, and the China and Black Rob, they're in court right now. It's, it, well, it's not really China and Black Rob, but it's China versus the whole Kardashian family. They're in court. Um, who else? The Tory and Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion situation is still going on. And it really shows you that there is truly a double standard out here in society. You know, Amber Heard is, you know, has said these terrible things, accused Johnny Depp of these terrible things to where they he finally took her to court over these things because he's like, yo, you killing my name out here over these false accusations. And there is proof in everything that, you know, this woman is crazy. You know, she is accusing him of things that aren't true and people just like, you know, believing it. She's literally like killed this man's career almost, because if you really think about it, you haven't seen Johnny Depp in no no movies. And Johnny Depp used to be one of the the highest grossing actors ever, really. Maybe not making, you know, these companies this money, but he's been one of those most popular artists. I always thought that Johnny Depp could be played the next Joker, but I feel like, you know, because of this situation, she killed this man's career over accusations. And that's the craziest part. Like men can get have their lives destroyed off accusations alone. Women can have hardcore proof and evidence against them and nothing will happen to them. Like the whole black China situation with the Kardashians. There is proof she has admitted to have pulled a gun on this man for no reason, threatened to kill him for no reason, fucking said, you know, have physically assaulted him. All things of which if a man was accused of those things, he would be in jail. If he was convicted of those things, he would still be in jail. Even if he wasn't convicted of those, cleared of all charges, his career is gone. Look at Johnny Depp. 
like you can really truly get killed in the 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 court of public opinion because of what a female decides to accuse you of and and a lot of women understand this power that they have and they don't care and i was like what but what troubles me the most is like what is society gonna do about that because i myself have been accused of things in the past and it's proven that I didn't do it, but it's just like you still have that stain on you. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't have that stain on you, like nothing feels worse than being accused of these things by a woman. And and, they, and these women know that, you know, even with the Amber Heard situation, she's on video. She's on recording like you're a man. Nobody's going to believe you. And they and they still have this ongoing case that there alone. I would have threw that shit out. Even with the whole, you know, Black China situation. Like, if it is proven that this woman has done these things, she should be facing jail time. Because if a man did that, imagine how crazy that would sound. And like, you know, Black China's response to all those accusations that were confirmed true. She was like, oh, I know I did those things, but I was just playing. Imagine if a man said that. I pulled a gun out on her, but I was just playing. They'd be like, excuse me? You were just playing? Well, how about you go play with these motherfuckers on the court with your one-hour yard time in prison? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't see, like, how that is acceptable, how we in society accept that, and how, you know, and you know what frustrates me the most is, like, people people will DM me about that shit. I'm like, yeah, you know, I understand what you're talking about. Like, da-da, this, and da-da. Like, you understand, but we need more people speaking up about it. We need more people getting involved in doing stuff about that. Like, more so the speaking up because what truly matters nowadays is the court of public opinion but we need more people speaking out on that shit like there are women out here that are just devious understand the power that they have inside the courts and outside the courts in society and they're just like you know what what can we do about it like because i and i understand like the last thing people want is to be seen as somebody who condones violence against women but we we not condoning violence against women. We're literally speaking out against women making false accusations. That's all we're. That's all people are like that are doing. There's nothing wrong with speaking out against false accusations. And it's not just a black man that suffers from that. It's like it's people of all races that suffer from that. And I, you know, like I said, I've known people that have been falsely accused of rape, assault, you know, and stuff like that. And it like I said that 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 shit you in those situations you are guilty until proven innocent. Like you know what I mean. Like you may not be in jail awaiting you know trial, but you have this stain on you where people look at you like you know I heard that he did this to her, and it's just like when it's when it's found out that it's not true, you know you don't get all these people rallying to your aid and rallying up against this woman. Because even in still in their mind, I'm like, well, he did something just because he was, you know, all the charges were dropped doesn't mean that he still didn't do it. They just they just couldn't prove that he didn't do it. And I'm just like, do you not know what society is in the business of? They're in the business of locking up black men. So why wouldn't. You know, they you know, even with the with the Tory situation, why wouldn't after it's been two years and I'm not saying Megan's lying about it, but. You know what I mean? Like there have been facts thrown out there that have been swamped by the media because everybody truly wants to believe that Tory did it. And I'm not saying I know if Tory did it or not, you know, but but I just, I just don't understand how long, you know, why it's taking this long to 
put a man who everybody feels is guilty away. I don't know. But like I said, those, that's one of the biggest things that I am hoping and waiting for them to finally resolve so we can move past this shit. Because it's, even after we, you know, they resolve that situation, it's going to take like another year for society to move on past that. Because they're gonna, if if it's Megan is lying, they're gonna, I told y'all she was lying. We're going to have to hear that for a year. We're going to have to hear all the Megan slander. We're going to have to let, see her lose all her endorsement deals, all her friends and stuff like that. And then you're going to have to see if Tory is lying and he's, you know, it's proven that he did do it. Then you're going to have to see for a year straight. I told y'all they're going to be going after all the motherfuckers that was on his side. Yes, it's going to be a whole nother war again. So I'm just ready to see it come to an end so we can have some resolve to it. And we can stop talking about this shit in the media because it's like I said, you know, after two years, you can be like, damn, like this is like on some Biggie Tupac shit. Like we've been chasing these murders for two decades. We ain't still got an answer to it. That's how it's going to be with Megan and Tory. They're going to, they're going to, we're going to hear about this shit for years to come. But anyways, oh, that's all I really want to talk about. I had a little bit more I wanted to talk about, but I'll leave it at that. I'll save it for the next episode. I'm going to try to do like a couple more episodes and leave them in the stash for when I go to uh, California. Uh, I'm dreading going to California. Uh, I'm dreading it so much. I'm just ready to get back because when I get back, I'll be, you know, almost on vacation. And I'm telling you this summer, I think I'm going to try to have some fun. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Please. I'm going to try. I got some stuff I want to talk about um, that I kind of wanted to leave alone. But I I feel like I, I I need to talk about it. It was some stuff dealing with some old friends and stuff like that, too. But... It's, you know, relationship stuff and, you know, friendship stuff. And it's like, I just want to say, like, stuff ain't making you happy. Protect your peace. That's all I want to say about that. Um, it's not it's not to disrespect people because, like I said, I'm in a different space where I'm not as high-headed about situations. People going to do what they going to do. People going to be who they are. And I'm just not going to – I'm not even surrounding myself around that stuff. I want to see myself in, you know, better light and better space, especially when I get out. Like none of the stuff that I'm going through right now is truly going to matter when I am out. I feel like all my problems, my social problems will be solved when I am out of the military. Oh, my God. And it's like it's 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 scary to think about sometimes, but nothing's anything's better than staying in a situation that I don't want to be in. And I'm going to touch on that, too. But I'm mainly talking about the Army. But I'm talking about other stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, nothing is it'll be better than me being here in the military. And I'm just like, you know, I can't really enjoy myself. Like right now, I should be gearing up to enjoy myself this weekend. But, hey, I'm in the house and it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I def- like I said, I'm definitely going to try to enjoy my summer. I'm going to try to fly out there to see Josh. I ain't seen him in a minute. You know, that's my dog. Uh we're gonna do a couple episodes while i'm out there but yeah i definitely plan on going to california on some vacation stuff um yeah but um i always say um um i ain't gonna get into it because i keep saying it i I feel disappointed in me not making it happen but uh i will say i appreciate people for listening 
that's one thing I would say. I like that people hit me up and like, yo, you know, you know, I ain't heard from you in a minute when you put out another episode. It's here, and I appreciate y'all for checking on me and and riding with the podcast. I think that that's really important for people to support other people and make sure that you know you see them. They started something, they dedicated to it to you know see them shine in that shit and thrive in it. But uh, yeah, this been another episode of Convoy Conversations. We almost at a hundred. Uh, I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, I'll see y'all sometime next week before I go, and uh, I'm out. Hey, hold up, man. I forgot, man. I got to start dropping y'all the shows that I'm currently watching. I just finished the Ozarks. I did not get the ending that I wanted. I didn't. I don't know if everybody else is feeling the same way I felt, but I hate when TV shows end end the series for good on a scene that just blacks out. And you don't know what the fuck happened after that. It ends like, I don't want to give it away, but say The Sopranos. It ended with you didn't know if Tony Soprano got killed or he just was chilling in the family with his diner. I hate when they ended like that. Show me a true ending. Don't do that. So I finished the other half of Ozark. It was insane. It, it, it was insane. Like, I don't know. I spent four seasons thinking that fucking this, they family was just going to get slaughtered. Somebody was going to get killed. And I thought that on one scene. I Like I said, I ain't going to give it away because I know some people ain't watched it, but I... I don't know. I just kept fat and feeling like this. The cartel is gonna kill the whole family, kill every, you know, kill everybody. But that didn't happen. But I don't know. It it was good nonetheless. You know, it was good to see it come to an end. Um, <laughs> another show that I'm watching is Winning Time, Magic Johnson, uh, How the Lakers Started. Very good show. It's on HBO Max. I know it, all these shows I'm gonna name off is on like all these other subscriptions. But I'm gonna give y'all the I'm gonna give y'all the game to watching free sports games. I'll give that to y'all on the next episode. But right now I'm gonna give y'all the game to watch any TV show y'all want. No ads, no pop ups, straight TV show. All you need is all you need is the Wi Fi, and you are gonna cancel all your subscriptions after this. And I may go to jail for this, but hey, nothing beats paying hundreds of dollars in subscriptions. The website I'm gonna give to y'all is called Prime Wire. Dot mx it literally has everything tv shows movies new movies old movies old tv shows your best tv shows your favorite tv shows it's on there you name it trust me i'm watching everything i'm not subscribed to anything i used to be subscribed to netflix uh amazon prime hbo max hulu all that shit. All just to watch my favorite show on this streaming platform, this streaming platform, this streaming platform. And I hated that shit. But that's, that that website will definitely get you everything you need. But like I said, the TV shows I'm watching right now is Winning Time. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's a new show that just came out. We Own This City. That's also an HBO show. Very good. Gives you... Uh, the wire vibes if you ever watched the wire if you haven't hey man that website got it for you uh what else i've been watching i've been watching mayans this latest season episode fucking that just came out very good mayans is it's it's pretty good um i've been watching atlanta atlanta's you know atlanta's atlanta 
You know, it's, it's it, like I said, it's a weird throw you for a loop type of thing, but everything, it it always has hidden meanings in the episodes. Definitely a good series to watch for, you know, my black people. Um, <clears throat> what else have I been watching? Uh, I'm going to give you a good recommendation, good recommendation of a movie and a uh, TV show, Mayor Kingstown. Watch the Mayor of Kingstown. Um, for movies, watch Deep Water with Ben Affleck. Crazy movie. And if you watch Deep uh, Deep Water with Ben Affleck, watch uh, the other Ben Affleck, ben Affleck movie, uh, Gone Girl. Came out like maybe like five years ago. Very good. Crazy. I don't know what's Ben Affleck's fixation with making these movies involving a man going through trauma with a, a cheating ass woman or a crazy ass woman, but he makes it happen and it's good. So I'll give him that. And also the Batman, the latest Batman that just came out. It just dropped on HBO Max. It's also on that website that I gave to y'all. Um, I've watched that at least six times. Minimum. Not even including the time that I went to the theater to watch it. But it is a very good movie. I'll put it over the the, Bat, uh, the Dark Knight trilogies. I'm sorry. I love the Dark Knight trilogies. Everybody likes Dark Knight Rises. I like the Dark Knight with the Joker. But, hey, man. The Batman... 2022 very good but uh yeah that's all i wanted to put out there uh definitely look into that for like i said if you tired of paying for those subscriptions primewire.mx save you a whole lot of money thank me later uh but yeah now we're going in this episode been another episode of convert conversations thank you for listening now i'm out